Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. Let me just prophesy to you something good is going to happen to you today. Today's broadcast is brought to you by a new series at schoolofthespirit.tv. It's called Power Habits. Tiny shifts can bring transformational results in your life. If you're trying to get things kicked off in this season with new habits, better habits, breaking some old habits, get on over there, schoolofthespirit.tv slash power habits is there for you. I'm coming to you live from South Florida. Our church, Awakening House of Prayer, is here. And I'm there on Sundays preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils all day long. Our heart is to equip you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. Give me a year of your life and apply the word I'm teaching and watch the transformation. You've got three different opportunities to encounter God and his word through prophetic worship and relevant messages every single week. The 1047 AM service is a practical teaching with a prophetic edge. You can plan your visit at Awakening House of Prayer. Dot com And guys, show up on time because our worship team is leading us into new realms of glory. Please show up on time. If you're not in the region, watch online at ahop.online. You become a web church member and go deeper with us. Get that morning service, all the archives. Get in on the virtual life group, the virtual prayer line, virtual pastoral care, virtual healing rooms, virtual... Pro- Prophecy Rooms is virtual, but it's powerful. Amen. Go over there to ahop.online slash webchurch and become official today. That second service is School of the Spirit at Ahop. We're going into the deeper things of God. Our current series is Severing the Roots of Rejection. You got to sever those roots. You got to lay an ax to the root. Join us at 1.30 if you're in the region or watch online at schoolofthespirit.tv slash rejection. That third service. There's no worship in the third service, straight up teaching. And we'll be teaching on topics such as the seer anointing, dreams and visions, prophetic ministry, spiritual warfare, prayer and intercession, and deliverance. Check it out. Get on over there. Be there promptly at four. We'll see you there on Sunday. We want to read to you today from Mornings with the Holy Spirit. It's my first ever devotional. It came out in 2014, long, long time ago. And today's devotion for Mornings with the Holy Spirit is titled, Believe for My Best. Believe for my best. And here's what I heard the Holy Spirit say. When it ra- man says, when it rains, it pours. But we can redeem that worldly cliche for Father's glory. When bad things happen, instead of expecting more bad things to follow, Expect my grace to rain down on you, to pour down over you. That's faith. And the Holy Spirit says, instead of thinking the worst, instead of letting fear creep in, believe for my protection, deliverance, wisdom, healing, or whatever else you need to pour out as a blessing from heaven. Believe for the overflow of my presence to help you through whatever obstacle or circumstance the enemy has set in your path. In other words, the Lord is saying today, believe me for what you need. Believe my best to happen in your life, even amid terrifying, horrifying circumstances. Remember, God has a plan for you. Amen. 
Scripture references can be found in the devotional. Pick up your copy and study out those scriptures to get this message deep within your heart. Then the prayer starter from the devotional. I expect good things to happen, even when it looks as if bad things are happening instead. I know you want to and are able to work all things together for good. Help me stand strong in faith, even in the face of fearful news. Help me remain hopeful despite hopeless circumstances. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we're so grateful this morning for who you are. You are the God of the overflow. You are the God who sees the end from the beginning. You are indeed the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first, the last, the bright and morning star, the author, the perfecter of our faith. That is who you are, and we glorify you. We magnify your holy name over everything else in our lives, over our own hearts, over our families, over our ministries, over everything. We say you reign. Our God reigns. We decree that you reign in our lives. We submit to your rulership this morning. We submit wholeheartedly to the rulership of the Lord Jesus Christ, the one who lifts up our head, the one who loves our soul. And you are the God of the overflow. We're so grateful that you're not the God of barely getting by. You are Jehovah Jireh. Our God is more than enough. He supplies all of our needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And so, God, we honor you because you are true to your word. We honor you today because you never lead us astray. You lead us, you guide us into all truth, all the time, every day, in every way. That is your heart for us, to walk consistently in the truth that sets us free, to walk consistently in the spirit of the Lord. For where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, there is freedom. So we ask you, God, to help us today to see you to see you, to really see you at work in our lives. Even when it looks as if the enemy is raging, the enemy is meddling, the enemy is tormenting some of you today, but the Lord would say to you today, set your eyes on me, fix your heart on me, choose to look at things above, not on the things of the earth, not on the enemy in the second heaven. Choose to look at the sacrifice my son made at Calvary and remember your covenant, remember the shed blood of my son on the cross. Remember what I did for you. Remember what I promised to do for you. Remember, says the Lord, my goodness and my grace. Remember, says the Lord, for the enemy of your soul wants to come in and, and cause you to forget what I said, to forget the word that you're walking on, walking in, to forget what I promised, to forget the covenant. But the Lord says, I will remind you, I myself, by my Holy Spirit, Spirit will remind you, but you must give your ear to me. I'm trying to remind you. I want to remind you. I will keep reminding you, but you must hear my still small voice. You must let my voice be the loudest one that you hear for there's many voices in the spirit says the Lord, and they're all vying for attention. They all want your ear, but give me your ear. Give me your eyes. Give me your heart. Give me your trust. Give me your faith. And you will see that I will show up for you. And I I will do for you what I said I would do. You need only to do your part. You need only to put your hand to the plow I've assigned you. You need only to believe in my goodness and my grace. And you will see the manifestation of my goodness as you believe 
says the Lord of hosts. Come on, Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord, that you will watch over your word to perform it in our lives. You will do it. You will do it. Help us to watch over your word to perform it in our lives. Help us, Lord, to do our part. Help us, Lord, to position ourselves in the right place at the right time, to hear you crystal clearly, to see what the enemy of our soul has planned before it manifests so we can shut it down. We don't want to be blindsided anymore. We don't want to be blindsided by Satan. We want to be blindsided by glory. We want to be blindsided by the overflow. We want to be blindsided by the blessings that chase us down and overtake it. We didn't even see it coming, but here's the blessing. We didn't even see it coming, but here's the healing. We didn't even see it coming, but here's the deliverance. We didn't even see it coming, but here's the promotion. We didn't even see it coming, but here's the restoration. We didn't even see it coming, but here's the increase. We didn't even see it coming, but here's the upgrade. We didn't even see it coming, but here's the product knocking on our door. God, thank you for the I didn't see it coming blessings for the overflow of your spirit to manifest in our lives. God, help us to keep plowing in the spirit. Help us to keep pressing into your heart. Help us not to give up on the edge of breakthrough. Help us to see you as you are. You're the God of the overflow. Thank you, Jesus. 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 You are the God of the overflow. Come on. Thank you. Somebody thank him. Thank the God of the overflow. Where do you need overflow in your life? Where do you need it? Where do you need it? Where do you need the overflow? Is it an issue of finances? Do you need an overflow in your finances? Do you need an overflow in your soul? Do you need an overflow of joy? Do you need an overflow of opportunity? Where is the enemy trying to bring a drought in your life? Or where has he brought a drought in your life? Think about it. The place where the enemy has brought a drought, the place where the enemy has brought a famine is the place where God wants to bring overflow. You've got to catch this so you can pray in faith with me. You've got to catch this so you can pray in faith with me. I'm about to launch out. I said the place where the enemy has brought drought. Jesus, please help them get this today. Help them get this today. The place the enemy has brought brought drought, the place the enemy has brought famine is the place, not just that you want overflow. It's the place that God wants to bring overflow. The enemy has attacked your overflow. So the enemy has attacked your overflow. It's there for you. It's still there. The overflow is still prepared. It's still ready. There's no lack in the kingdom of God. I decree your vats shall overflow with oil, with anointing. Come on. Who needs an overflow of the anointing today? I decree and declare that rivers of living water flow from our belly, that we have more than enough to give out, more than enough to share because we're walking in an overflow. I thank you, Lord, that you will prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemies. You anoint our heads with oil. Our cup overflows. Thank you, Lord, for the overflowing cup of peace. Thank you, Lord, for the overflowing cup of joy. Thank you, Lord, for the overflowing measure of the anointing on our lives, God. Thank you, Lord, for the overflow of finances, God. Thank you, Lord, for the kateneboshi, for the katekarabashakateneboshi. I just see overflow, overflow, overflow everywhere. Overflows of victories, overflows of healings, overflows of deliverance. 
deliverance. It's gonna it's gonna spill over. It's gonna spill over. God is pouring out his spirit. He's pouring out his peace. He's pouring out his love. He's pouring out his joy. And it, our our cisterns will not run dry. Our vats will not run dry. Come on, somebody declare it with me. My vat will not run dry. I decree in the name of Jesus. My vat will not run dry. My anointing will not run dry. My hope will not run dry. My faith will not run dry. I'm walking in the overflow. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the overflow. Thank you for the overflow. Where you've seen an overflow of evil, I decree you're about to see an overflow of the goodness of God. Where you've seen an overflow of sickness, I decree you're about to see an overflow of the healing power of God in the name of Jesus. Where you've seen an overflow of oppression and depression and demonic interference in your mind, I decree you're going to see an overflow of deliverance in the name of Jesus. Come on, where you've seen an overflow of pain, I decree you're going to see an overflow of contentment, of peace, of joy. Come on, who wants to walk in the overflow with me? Am I walking alone this morning? Am I walking all by myself this morning? No, because I'm walking with the Holy Ghost of overflow. Who wants to walk with me? Who wants to go with me? Who wants to see the overflow with me? Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. For the overflow, Jesus, help us today to build up our faith for the overflow. The enemy has tried to keep us in a land called lack, but we will not stay in a place you've not called us to. You've not called us to walk in lack. You became poor so we could become rich. We're going to walk in a deluge of blessings. I said there's going to be a flash flood of blessings. I said, instead of not enough, we're going to walk in over abundance. We're going to have to call people over to take some of this blessing because we can't contain it all. I decree a torrent of God's blessings in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you're pouring out, you're pouring out, you're pouring out, you pour out your spirit on all flesh. Come on. We're brimming. We're to the brim. We're bubbling over. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that we're engulfed in the goodness of God, that we are inundated with the presence of the Lord, that we are submerged in joy, that we are, we are, we are just showered with blessings that we can't contain. God, thank you. I'm walking in the overflow. I thank you. Let it rain. Let it rain. Let it rain. Scripture says, ask me for the rain in the time of rain. That means while it's raining, ask him for that. It doesn't make any sense to the natural mind. In other words, agree with what God is doing in the moment so you can receive what God is doing in the moment. That's one way of looking at it. I said, agree with what God is doing in the moment, what he wants to do, what he's trying to do, what he's getting ready to do so you can receive what he's doing in the moment. Don't carry that lack mindset. God's trying to get you to the overflow, but that lack mentality keeps you out of the overflow because you won't step into it. You don't think it's for you. You can't see it. You've been deceived. You're oppressed, depressed, repressed. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. We want to walk in the overflow. We want you to pour out a blessing we can't contain. We want more than enough. Amen. We want to see a flood. We want to see a, a surplus. I decree surpluses in the name of Jesus. A sur come on. I, I decree a surplus of peace. 
We walk in such peace that everybody around us benefits from our peace. I decree a surplus of joy. We don't have to stir it up, work it up. The joy of the Lord is our strength. It flows from us, people around us. Uh, anointing, just the the, the anointing. Uh, the the God gives us the oil of joy, the anointing of joy, and it's going to roll out, flow out on other people around us. They're going to have a smile. They're not going to go to why. They woke up feeling bad. Now they're happy. It's because of the overflow on our life. It's not just for us. It's for others. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you for the overflow. You are so good. There's no God like you. The God of more than enough. The God of the overflow. (laughs) The God of the continual flow. (laughs) The God of the mega flow. (laughs) What do you need right now from God? Where is the drought? Where is the famine? Just spend these next 30 seconds thanking God for an overflow where there's famine. Just spend these next 30 seconds thanking God for the for the overflow where there's a drought. Thank you, God, for the overflow of finances. Thank you, God, for the overflow of healing. Thank you, God, for the overflow of wisdom. Thank you, God, for the overflow of favor. Thank you, God, for the overflow of deliverance. Thank you, God, for the overflow of restoration. Thank you, God. Come on, somebody just thank him for the overflow. Look for the drought. Look for the famine. But don't be mesmerized by it. Look at the God of the overflow and ask him for rain in a time of rain. You're not called to live in lack. You're not called to live in a dry land forever. You're not called. You're walking through the wilderness. You're walking through the fire. I thank you, Lord, for the mega overflow in marriages, the overflow uh, in our in our in our, our ability, our sensitivity to your spirit, an overflow of being well balanced and uh, having proper boundaries in our lives. The wisdom, Jesus, I hit a nerve there. An overflow of discernment, an overflow of spiritual gifts manifesting in our lives, an overflow. Come on. You feeling it? Are you feeling it? Are you feeling it? You got to stay on one accord, all you side busters out there. You're not receiving anything when you're not on one accord with the rest of us. You got to stay on one accord. You got to stay on one accord. Look at these people. They're dancing. They're shouting. Amen. Razor sharp discernment. Amen. Shattered. Thank you, G. Believe for the overflow. Believe. Get that lack mentality out of you. Break it. Believe for the overflow. I'm walking in overflow. I'm about to walk in some more overflow. Hey, again, let me wrap up this, this segment with this word. Look for the, where there's drought. Look for where there's famine. And that's where you need to press into the overflow God has for you. Because why? Because it's not been lost. Whatever you were supposed to have has not been lost. It's been pent up. Maybe the enemy has delayed it. Maybe he's fighting you for it. You're fighting the good fight of faith to believe for the provision whatever kind of provision that is. God has poured it out. If it's not there yet, many times, many times God has poured it out. Many times he hasn't poured it out because you haven't prayed. But for many of you that have been pressing in and you're still seeing lack, many of you that have been pressing in, 
I believe there's a Kairos moment when when that's going to bust forth. The the floodgates of heaven are going to open up and the enemy won't be able to resist you anymore. You've lost nothing. Don't look at the time that you've been sick or look at the time that you've been depressed or look at the time that you've been uh, hindered by a demon needing deliverance or without a job. Don't look at that as, as, as something that you've lost. Look at it as a time when you gained learning experience about how faithful God was to sustain you in the midst of the trial. Look at that as how, you know, how, how God is, it was, was growing you, maturing you, helping you to, to become more like Jesus in the midst of the trial. Don't waste your pain. Amen. Let's transition. Don't waste your pain. Don't waste your pain. Nothing is lost in God's kingdom in terms of experience. God can make up for lost time. What seems to be lost time in our eyes, in our realm. God is the, is the creator of time. He comes in and out of time. Your times are in his hands. Don't look at it as lost time and opportunity. God has the opportunity preserved for you. Whatever you're supposed to have, you're going to get it. You might just have to wait it out. Don't waste the pain. Let's transition. Look out for these people today that want to put, you know, page long comments about how God created man. Don't look at all that. That's, that's here to distract you from your blessing. That's what that's, that's what that's for. So don't engage with it. Don't look at it. Amen. Just, just pay attention to what I'm praying and let's stay on one accord. We're going to pray through this now. Judas is looking for an opportunity. I need you to share this with somebody quickly. Ping somebody, share it as a message. Do whatever you have to do. Judas is looking for an opportunity. Share it on your timeline. Share it via Twitter. We've been distracted by a nefarious uh, creature on the broadcast. Some of you, I can see that, but you're refocusing now. You ready? Judas is looking for an opportunity. How do you know? Because scripture tells us. Scripture tells us. Scripture tells us that Judas is looking for an opportunity. Look here. In Matthew 26, verse 16. Scripture says, from that time on, from what time on? From the time he got offended. From that time on, he looked for an opportunity to betray Jesus. Judas looked. He watched. Some, some translators say he watched for an opportunity to hand Jesus over. He began looking for an opportunity to betray Jesus. He sought an opportunity to betray Jesus. Are you catching it? My computer is going absolutely crazy. It's as if someone's taken over the screen. It's the craziest thing. I'd like, I'd like to take a video of it and show you what's happening. The enemy has gone stark raving mad. Help us, Lord. This is crazy. But from that moment on, he sought an opportunity to betray Jesus. And we see here in Luke 14, when the devil had finished all his tempting, he left until an opportune time. The New Living Translation says, when Jesus had finished tempting Jesus, he left him until the next opportunity. Judas is looking for an opportunity to betray you. Don't give him one. Discern him. This is a spirit that operates through people. It's a spirit of betrayal. It's a spirit 
of treachery. It's a spirit of double dealing. It's a spirit you have to understand that inspires people to betray you. Now they can't betray you unless they get close to you. Understand they have to get close enough to you to betray you. That's part of why betrayal hurts so bad because it was somebody that you let in to your heart, somebody that you let in to your inner circle, somebody that you trusted. If you hadn't trust them, they couldn't have betrayed you because when they're betraying you, they're essentially betraying your trust. Judas is a deceiving spirit. Judas is a double crossing spirit. It's betrayal, it's treachery, it's treason, it's falseness, it's duplicity, it's double dealing. And you've got to discern it. Well, how do you do that? By the spirit of God. That's the only way to discern it is by the spirit of God. You can't get suspicious. You can't get, uh, you know, paranoid. Paranoia is going to block your discernment. You can't get, you know, in your head about it, in your soul about it. You've got to discern it by the spirit of God. Therefore, we need to be a people who walk in greater discernment than what we have right now. Yes or no? We need, how many of you need more discernment than you have right now? All of us, all of you should be saying yes. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we're asking you, Lord, to help us to discern if there is a Judas in our midst. Help us, Lord, make us sharp as a tack. Help us, Lord, to see through your eyes, the eyes of the spirit, the eyes of love, the eyes of wisdom, the eyes of grace. Help us to see this Judas spirit lurking, waiting for the opportunity to attack, waiting for the moment, the demonic Kairos time to hand us over. Waiting for the revelation of your spirit before we make accusations. Lord, help us. Jesus, I see that, Lord. Help us, Lord, to stop being so paranoid, to stop being so suspicious, to stop being because we've been hurt before. We've been betrayed before. We've been blindsided before. And there's some of you, the Lord is showing me that you're walking in paranoia. You're walking, you're expecting to be betrayed. You're expecting to be hurt. You're expecting to be blindsided. And guess what? You get what you expect most of the time. When you're expecting to be betrayed, you'll end up connecting with people of that spirit. Why? Because you're just somehow drawn to them. The enemy is drawing to you, drawing, drawing you to them. The enemy is leading and guiding you because you're not operating in a, in a place of discernment. You're operating in a place of paranoia or suspicion. That's why some of you keep getting betrayed and keep getting betrayed and keep getting betrayed. It's because that's what you're expecting. God, help us. Help us, Lord. Lord, deliver us from suspicion. Deliver us from paranoia. Deliver us from expectations of bad things. We started off praying this morning about believing the best. And Lord, we want to believe the best of all people and walk in love with all people. Even Jesus walked in love with Judas. He knew that Judas was going to betray him. He was not blindsided. He saw it from the beginning. He knew. He was as ready as he could be for that moment in the Garden of Gethsemane when Judas handed him over to the soldiers. He didn't resist it. He walked it out. But help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to be a discerning people. 
to walk in love with the Judas, to see what they're doing and be able to treat them in a godly manner anyway. That's maturity. Some of y'all getting mad at me right now. So I'm not going to do that. I'm not walking in love with Judas. Well, Jesus did. So help us, Lord, to discern it so that we can prepare, make preparations so that we can, you know, walking in love doesn't mean letting them in your heart. It just means being kind. Help us, Lord, to extract the Judas from our company, extract the Judas from our inner circle, extract the Judas from our church. And if we can't extract them, if we don't have the authority to, ex- to extract them, to evict them, then Lord, help us to see it and prepare ourselves and to pray them out or to pray for the strength to walk through what's about to happen. Give us discernment. Come on, this is a different way to pray. This is a different way to pray. Help us, Lord, discern it. We don't want to be betrayed. We don't want to be double-crossed. We don't want to be tricked and fooled. We don't want to, we don't want that. But if it's going to happen, (laughs) if it's going to happen, if we're going to be in a workplace where people are betraying each other, we can't escape it, at least help us prepare for it. Help us to see it. Help us to to, to get our hearts ready so that we're not shocked and surprised. Help us to pray it out when we can, to take authority over it when we're able. But help us to see it because Judas is looking for an opportune time. He's looking for an opportune time. He's looking for an opportune time. Are you catching that today? In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen. (laughs) Guys, remember today's broadcast is sponsored by, it's brought to you by the new series at schoolofthespirit.tv, Power Habits. Power Habits, schoolofthespirit.tv slash power habits. Small shifts bring transformational results. You know, most of your New Year's resolutions never work. Why? Because you're not equipped in how to set forth new habits in a way that makes it doable. You take on big things that, you you know, and you don't have the habits underlying the goals to make it happen. I've got morning habits, workday start habits, exercise habits, eating habits, sleeping habits. A lot of my life is on autopilot now, but what are your habits? I want you to start thinking about what your habits are because your have the quality of your life depends on the quality of your habits. And there's a study from Duke University that shows, listen to this, 45% of our daily behaviors are automatic. That's like half your life's on autopilot. You spend one out of every two minutes of your life on autopilot. You're walking in your habits. And you might be unaware of your a lot of the habits. They may be harming you. See, God sees everything. Proverbs 5, 21 through 22. For God sees everything you do, and his eyes are wide open as he observes every single habit you have. God wants to help us break habits and lead us out of lead us that lead us out of his uh, his best will for our lives, right? Our lives. He wants our lives to be transformed in the image of Christ. And so I I call these power habits. A power habit is a consistent, automated behavior that over time has the potential to produce transformational results. Power habits can lead you to the life you've always wanted but didn't know how to attain. You can have better health, longer life. You'd be happier, have more self-esteem. You'd be more successful. If that sounds good to you, go over there. There's 10 classes in this series 
power habits, school of the spirit.tv slash power habits. It is there for you. Amen. Check that out. If this broadcast is helping you, would you help us reach more people? We want to continue to help rescue sex traffic uh, victims off the streets, uh, help addicts find deliverance, fresh starts, uh, go into the prisons and preach the gospel. There's so much that we're doing and so much more that we want to do. It's all about souls. Remember that. Everything in God's kingdom is ultimately about souls. Before you were saved, it was about your salvation. After you were saved, it's about renewing your mind and uh, stepping into the gift and calling on your life. But we need your help to do what God has called us to do. I want to spend 30 seconds telling you how you can be a blessing. If this is blessing you, bless us back as you, if you can, as you can. JenniferLeClaire.org slash missions is where you'll find Operation Liberation. You'll find that over there. You can see some of the stuff we're doing. We're adding more stuff all the time. You can check that out over there. If you want to give in a more convenient way, you can use the Cash App. Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books. Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books. PayPal, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. Paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Text to give. Text the word pray. 754-701-2161. 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. 754-701-2161. You can use the P.O. Box. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. Check that out. And the wire instructions and all the different ways I just told you to give for your reference are at jenniferleclair.org slash Donate, please consider becoming a partner with us so we can better plan and strategize for the rest of the year. Amen. God is good. All right. Let me go and laugh with the Lord. Have a great day. Have a breakthrough day. Remember, God loves you. Something good's going to happen to you today. Laugh off all the people that don't agree with you. They don't like you. God likes you. I like you. The rest of those people don't matter. Be happy. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a breakthrough day.